You want to give me some love? Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Andrew, here's the thing. It's yes and no. I mean, it's a thing. It's it's fine. I'm trying to think of other things that we say a lot uh, on the show. Yeah. Yes and no. That's your big thing. Um, <laughs> uh, yes and no. Okay. When, it get, when you get down to brass tacks, here's what it really is. I, the, here's the, and here's the thing. That's what I do. That you do a that lot. a lot, yeah. Maybe I don't have anything. Maybe I'm not distinct enough. No, your your thing is uh, a stutter, Andrew. Um, I've good good choice, good choice, good choice. But you're wrong. But uh, here's the thing. Here is the thing. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew, and sitting across from me, that's right, the smartest man on television, Mark Gonzalez, and you are listening to a little number we like to call Episodic Memories. Mark, how have you been? Uh, I'm great. How are you, Andrew? I am jazzed. Yeah? DJ jazzed jeffed up. Yes, you are. I'm, I'm, high, I'm high on life, Mark. Mm-hmm. I'm up here... I'm just doing my thing. I got a lot of lot of a lot of things lot going. of irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of things going on. A lot of important people to talk to. Sure. A lot of uh, important phone calls to make. Mark, let me ask you this. When you're at work, what's your protocol for like making a personal phone call? Uh I don't. You don't? Like not at all. Yeah. Just, that's kind of my thing. You just don't call anybody if you're at work. I don't take calls. Don't call me. I don't call other people. Don't call the Gons. I am. I am not here. Cause you should set your voicemail to be like, "Hey, jackass, I'm at work." Guess what time it is? It's work time. Look at look at what time it is. Yeah, I'm at work. It's ten thirty. Actually, it's. I thought you were. I home. work overnight sometimes. Oh, oh. Uh, this it's weird that your answering machine responds. No, I'm here. I'm talking to you now. Oh, oh, Mark. Well, Beep. oh shit. Got him. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, Andrew, we have a big week coming up. We have a huge week coming Next, up. This week, starting today. Starting today. We're both starting new jobs. Yes. Yes. That is true. I am done on Wipeout as of this recording. Yes. But somehow, I have no idea how this so ends up happening. Ass backwards into another job. It's just I have a weekend. And I don't like doing this. And I know like people... people this is how most of humanity does don't things. don't understand this. When it comes to these dumb freelance jobs is you do your freelance work, you do you're on for four months, five months, however long the gig is. And a lot of people are like a lot of people who do these kind of jobs are like, I'm going to take like three weeks off and then my next job will start. Or yeah. I'm hoping to take like a month off. I'm going to travel a little bit. And then I'm going to jump into my next job. The, the best is to have one month off. Knowing that you have something coming up. That is the best. Then you can actually enjoy your You just you just budget yourself and you're just like I I got time. I can go do the things that I want to do. I only have I'm only buying one pound of cocaine and it'll get me through the whole week. Oh boy, what is it, Tuesday? That pound went really never, fast. Never lasts as long as you think it will. And it's now I have a job lined up for today. Yes. So I was I'm done. You're was, working right now. I I finished Friday. And now I'm at work as you're currently listening to this. Yeah. I'm well, I mean I'm driving to work. We're both driving to work at this right. time. This is a Skype call we're making. And um it's it's good cuz you don't miss a beat in terms of checks. But like you get in the next lane. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, so oh, excuse me. Sorry. I I boy, there's a lot of lot of honking happening, Mark. Is that, that is you. Oh boy. That's uh, <laughs> I thought I recognized that car. Yeah, the checks don't the checks stop. Don't stop. But and the fun don't stop. Not not when Andrew's around. Yeah. Not when Dr. Fun is around. You're trying to get that going, right? Yeah, call me Dr. Fun. We'll see if that works out. Just, you know, just try it try it out. Try it out. Like pretend, you know, pretend you see me at a party. I'm just, oh, hey everybody. How you doing? Uh this is um this is my podcast partner, Dr. Fun. Oh, oh, and you too. Oh, the Queen of England, you say. See? It's just it's it works perfectly. That was you introducing me to the Queen of England. I put it together, yeah. Um, but I like the idea of the Queen introducing herself as the Queen the of Queen England. The Queen of England. <laughs> you know. However, when you're on a show, 
I I don't know. It looks like just a just a growth to me. I'm not actually a doctor. I you should go see someone else about that. I'm, I'm more of a it's more of a it's doctor of philosophy yeah. in terms of fun. When you're on a show, you tend to put things off because everything you're just like I am working 12 hours a day. Sometimes I'm working six days a week. I got shit to do. It sucks. I just don't. I don't go to the grocery store. Don't when go I'm working. Don't go to the There's grocery just no store. Food in my you're home. just like you're. You're doing laundry and that's it. Like I just got a f- car wash, you know, because I had a, a tiny bit of time. Yeah. Because I I had to work on Sunday last last week, and then you're just like, oh, I'm gonna do so much catch up in those weeks in between gigs. But when you go right from one to the other, you're just like, oh boy. Um, I hope that bathroom doesn't get any worse because no. uh, it's, it's gonna have to wait another four it's weeks. Just gonna have to fucking wait, and. It's this is this is me pissing and moaning about my, about my having big a job. Hollywood yeah. lifestyle, but I'm going to be working on a net, a show for the Pivot Network. The Jeremy Pivot Network. The Jeremy Pivot Network. It's a lot of entourage reruns and the early seasons of the Ellen Show. Mm-hmm. So and um, say anything. Yes, it's just on. That's just it's on a loop and episodes of Cupid. Episodes of Cupid. Yeah, I remember you're thinking, Cupid. You're thinking of one, and. It's the other one. Old school. Yeah. Mark, you're starting a gig, though. Yes. The beautiful gig up in beautiful, beautiful. Santa, Clarita. Santa Clarita. Oh, Lord. Wonderful. Mark, I have a, um, I have an email here. We, let's open up the mailbag. From one Jill Arnold. Jill Arnold, friend of the show. She was on. Super fan, Jill Arnold. She was on our past show. Yes, she was. She. Uh, we held a giveaway. Yes, we did. And I was talking to friend of the show, Joe Kroll. He didn't believe us. He didn't believe what? That we wrote the thing? That we wrote the things. We wrote them. And he was like, I gave I gave money, and I was like, oh, that's funny that you guys did that. And I was like, you should have sent us the receipt. We would have done it. We I did it. We did, yeah. it's We have listener Mark Hazard has yeah. a wonderful piece of erotic a fan three-page fiction. three-page erotic fan fiction. Involving Doctor Who, Garfield, and, and Mark Gonzalez. Be- yeah. <laughs> Best of the best host, Mark Gonzalez. Hi, Mark and Andrew. First and foremost, thank you for providing Dan, her husband, and I with hours of entertainment on our road trip this week. Thank you for the episode entitled Bookkeeping. After storing a number of episodes on my iPod for this trip, we were concerned and worried after listening to two episodic memories. We wish someone had truly made that phone tree. I'm not sure what this is in. We had to. talked year uh, like a year ago. We had talked about having a best of the best phone tree where if we miss an episode, we have to call somebody else. Oh. So the word gets spread so that nobody worries about us. Oh, okay. Because that's the only way that, like, I think it was at a time when we were both working at Hell's Kitchen. Oh. And so they're, the only way anybody knew anything about us. It's through the podcast. It's through the show. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe. I think that's what it was. More importantly, Dan is concerned about the Wendy's gift card. It feels like a game ended with time left on the clock. What was the final score? We beg to ask, was best of the best a dream? Thanks, Jill, and mostly Dan who is driving right now. Jill and Dan, thank you so much. It was a beautiful dream. It was a beautiful dream. Now, here's the thing, everybody, and we said this we have bookkeeping. A, we, people have asked us these questions. We, we've said this before. Best of the best is not done. We no. are not done with the show. However, we're just taking a little bit of a detour, a little bit of a break. It's a, it, a Picture it as halftime of best of the best. We're going to take a little bit of break, and then we're going to come back harder, faster than ever, episodes on the hour, every hour. Yeah. For decades. I would like us to do a special New Year's thing where it's just a 24-hour block of best of the best. <laughs> just running the Where Andrew and I just plow through, try to get as many. Maybe like it's like a, a 24-hour lightning round. Yeah. We just go ahead and rack up. Just screaming at each other. Just, no, no. 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 Obviously, the best charms blow pop flavor is grape. You goddamn moron. Quetzalcoatl could wipe Yahweh's ass any day. You're crazy. The man's crazy, everybody. Uh, but yes, again, thank you, everyone, who's who's very interested. Water in- births. <laughs> Water births. You're insane. What? You're what, a madman. What decade is this? It's, so yeah, look forward it's to a that. It's madhouse. Look forward to that. 
But uh, thank- New Year's 2014. Yes, yeah, it'll be it'll be like our turkey. Our Turkey Day marathon will also give us a we'll yeah we'll we'll air our best, our favorites, and we'll do wraparounds. I think we're also I think we're also still hoping to do. You and I haven't officially said this, so I, I'm sideswiping you on the air. But you and I are also hoping to do uh, still do a Halloween. Spooktacular. spooktacular yeah we want to, i think there will always be a halloween spooktacular. We'll do a spooktacular we'll write something it'll be fun um but thanks thank you for writing in a thank you for listening thank I, you for listening uh we're glad that you like the old stuff and we're glad she, that you like the new stuff she didn't say that she liked the new that's stuff. that's true she said uh worried after listening to two episodic memories yeah i just it's we're here we're still here we're still talking it's me and mark still cutting cutting the fat yeah Chewing uh, the cud. Uh, but we'll, um, at some point, at some point, best of the best isn't dead. We're just we're just taking a little break. That's that, all. Yeah, the Wendy's gift card and the storage it's room filled with. It's all been locked in an escrow. Yeah. It is, it's, there's a baby bear in there. <laughs> there's a box set of Mama's family. The, yes, there's a, a, a human child. There's I, a withering glare from your family. Yes, all of your favorite gifts there's, are still in there. Yeah. But it's Prize just, Posse is paying the rent on that storage locker. They fucking, you know, we pay them enough. They can sc- kick in, shell out a little scratch for us. But Mark, we're talking episodic memories. Yes, we are. Here's how this show works. Usually, usually, you and not I. Not how it works today. Not how it works and today. I'm very angry at you. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. But I am. Anger is such a strong word. Disappointed, <laughs> maybe concerned perhaps but angry i don't think so episodic memories works like this you and i mark will pick a show that we are not familiar with we will pick one random episode in the run of the show and watch it and try and figure out what the fuck is happening in this show yes now today is a little different you have you broke three of the rules three of the robot laws we had three rules yeah do not harm Protect humans. Uh, through inaction, do not harm a human. Yes. Um, and always say your prayers and tip, brush your teeth. Tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. Try the veal. Call your mother. <laughs> yeah, but the three rules. The three, yeah. yeah. We all remember Philip these. Philip K. Dick. Um, so, so that's how it usually goes. Usually is. Today, and that, that yielded such great stories, great episodes as Boss. Boss. Arrow. Uh, dog with a blog. All your favorites. This time. This time, however, we are dealing with a little number known as WWE Monday Night Raw. We watched an episode of Raw. Well, Andrew has seen. I've seen episodes of Monday Night like Raw. Monday Night Raw. Like one. He's like one familiar episode, with the like show. One episode. You watch it every week. One episode. And I think you see you saw this episode when it aired I saw, four years I've ago. Seen two years ago. I've seen parts of it. I didn't see the whole thing. And basically, the reason we picked it is I wanted to celebrate Christmas in July. I feel like if if JC Penney's can roll out a Black Friday yeah. sale here in July, the good the good jerks at Episodic Memories can All celebrate have a have a little bit of holiday goddamn spirit. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? So that's what Andrew wanted and he talked me into it at a pool party where I had been Drinking, drinking and not making the best decisions. And so he was like, why don't we do wrestling? I was like, I'll fucking wrestle you no, right now. Oh, here you go. I'll wrestle you all day. Take your fucking shirt off. I'll do this right now. Sure, sure, skins. Let's do it. Let's, and, <laughs> then, and then we're doing Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Then so. he woke up. and he, Oh, gee. What oh, hap- what's Jesus. happening? Mark. Monday Night Raw, WWE yeah, Monday this Night particular Raw. particular episode. Premiered January 11th, 1993. It's been on the air for that long. Okay. Brainchild of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Was it on TNT? It was on USA for maybe 13 or 14 years. Moved to Spike TV for two years, I believe. Yeah. At that time, it was known as the new TNN, and then became Spike TV. Then moved back to USA in like early 2000 and has been on USA ever since. Today's episode is was the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Episode 1022, airing on December 24th, 2012. Yeah. 
Now, Mark, before we jump in, what do you know about WWE Monday Night Raw? Uh, it's a wrestling show. Wrestling show. I. Uh, this is pretty much the first time I can think of that I actually watched a whole... Watched a full episode. A whole episode of wrestling. Andrew and I went to a wrestling match last year, yep. but I didn't actually sit down and watch a whole thing. This is, this is... I was sitting down. It took me three tries, but I was able to get through all two and a half hours of oh, content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get you back, but I'm going to get you back. I'm too pleased to get back. So... You loved it. Every second. No. It was not terribly enjoyable for oh, me. Oh, you, you. Mark, we're going to jump right into it in a little thing, a little section we like to call, Hey, 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 hey what's going, going on here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? Mark, today's episode is taking place at the Console Energy Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. In front of a raucous capacity crowd. It was big like a lot we, of people. we start on a wide shot and it's it's a lot of people in this auditorium to see this before we jump in though we get a christmas music video where Carolink. the superstars are being directed by one john cena yeah in uh in singing a song about themselves and about christmas Dash into the show so we can Yeah, because this episode aired on the 24th it of December. It aired on Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2012. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what'd you think of the carol? What'd you think of the Christmas carol? It was fine. It was it was cute. I, I kind of enjoy... I It was one of the things where I felt like we were doing something special. Yeah. Even though I don't watch a lot of wrestling. Maybe they always carol. Maybe they always do a song. Maybe, you know, maybe this week they did a, a Janelle Monet or a... Um, yes, yes, they did. They did Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Uh, they they generally or, tend um, to do tubular bells. Yeah. They just... Uh, but it, it felt unique, and I was like, okay, I guess if I'm a wrestling fan and I'm tuning in on the 24th of December to watch this, like it would be nice if they acknowledged you're that You're shirking fact. family to watch your your true family, your television My family. True fa- yeah. Of these only sweaty, you understand me television sweaty wrestlemen singing this brand new song, and that's also the other thing regarding wrestling is they don't there's no off season. Yeah, that so always this happens. A, this is a brand new episode every Monday. Uh, we open with oh my god, Santa Claus! Santa Claus is in attendance at this wrestling event. <laughs> I felt just dropped into it. Like, I felt like the guy comes out and he's like, guest of honor, everybody, Santa Claus. Boom. We're doing the TV show. The thing I noticed here is that Santa has his own entrance video. On, yeah, on of the course. Big, on the big Titan Tron, we see it says Santa Claus. We're seeing shots of Santa. Usually it's like, it says like Randy Orton and he's like beating up people. But this time it's just a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is coming out. He's shaking hands. He's waving. Andrew, he, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What would be Santa Claus's finishing move? I would have to either go with the ice spike. Okay. Or the nutcracker sweet is what I would, I would name those. And the okay. nutcracker sweet would obviously be a kick to the balls. Yeah. What would you, what would you, if you were going to name a finishing move for Santa, what would you go with? The arose such a clatter. Ooh, that's a good one. He hits you with a ladder. Oh, I see. <laughs> he has his own entrance video. He has his own entrance video, which this speaks to something that I'm going to get into later in the show, hopefully. But wrestling seems to have a guiding hand at all times. Anything that happens within the arena is preordained by wrestling itself. Yes. So, like... If somebody walks out, their I d- music starts playing. Their music starts playing, and their video goes up. And I don't imagine that in the wrestling universe, the reason that Santa's video goes up on the screen is because there was some There's TD... guy that goes, okay, Who's talking two, to graphics. One, go. And run Santa. Okay, load red. Keep red block going. And then they're like, we're, we're tw- 12 seconds to freeze. 12 seconds to freeze. 10 seconds to freeze. It just happens i always imagine that they've got some kind of rdfi tag like 
in their pocket or something. And when they walk past a certain sensor yeah. on their way out, Bloop. the thing just starts up. There's just some DVD somewhere that just starts. Yeah. And in order to be on the show, you got to give them. You know, here I got I got, I got my, some pictures I got some, of you. Yeah. Uh, here's my, my here's my entrance video. Adobe. I guess I'm gonna come out the Photoshop jingle bells. Sweet. I don't I, know. I don't know. Uh, so Santa's out. The announcers are over the moon. He's handing out toys. He's it's, walking around. Yeah. We got Michael and King. We got Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler are right. calling your event tonight. But as Santa's handing out stuff, uh, Alberto Del Rio. His music starts the playing. Mexican aristocrat Alberto Del Rio comes out with his ring announcer Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh my God! Alberto Del Rio comes out in a car. He he's always in, comes out in a he car. Always comes out in a car. Isn't paying attention to where he's going, and he hits Santa Claus. Right. The announcers are talking a mile a minute. They're like, it's Santa Claus. He's out here. He's giving out gifts. Everything's going to... Oh, you hear that? That's Alberto Rios' music. And then... Then as soon as the accident as happens... Soon as the, <laughs> Santa dives over the top of Alberto de Rios' car. And, an and ex- then a tree. Expertly, an expertly pushed Christmas yeah. tree falls, falls on, on Santa. Santa. And, it's, and it's, it couldn't have been timed better. They stop talking... And Paramedics is, come in. It is the most serious, stone-faced, like... Yeah, this goes on for like maybe five minutes. Five minutes. Alberto Del Rio gets out of his car. He's upset, and he's obviously upset. But I'll give him. I'll tell him this: he did not hit and run. No, no. He could have gotten away. He wanted to trade information legally. I mean, math statistically, if you hit somebody with your car, you could get away with it pretty easily. Oh yeah, yeah. He could have just, just. He could have just, he backed, just up, backed out. Just, just left. No one knows. Nope. His um his toady Miguel what's Ricardo his? Rodriguez Ricardo uh comes over and he's crying he's in tears he is in tears it's like his it's like his dad killed his mom in front of him because he loves Santa Claus but he also loves Alberto Del Rio and he's telling Alberto Del Rio to leave yeah he's like we got to get out of here yeah you got to get out of here Del Rio's in Del Rio shock. is like no I I want to I'm 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 gonna tell the the truth I've, I'm gonna I did this I'm I sorry. did this. Paramedics are, are strapping Santa to the, the backboard. The, yeah. the announcer's like, oh, my goodness. I've never seen such a sight. It's no. This, is, this is awful. They're going to close-ups of children, and they're really scared. They're really scared. A chant of, you killed Santa, begins to fill the arena. Yeah. But, thankfully, Santa's put up on the stretcher. And guess what? Is he getting wheeled out? Big thumbs up. Yeah. He's going to be okay, the, the, hopefully. The T2 thumbs up. We go to commercial. That's that's act one. Yeah. We go to commercial. We come back. We see that there is now police tape surrounding Alberto Del Rio's car. It's now a crime scene. There is a lot of time given to this story. Yes. In general. You I would I think prior to this moment prior to this show, I had thought that there was a lot more wrestling going on in wrestling. Mm-hmm. But given the amount of time that they give to people not wrestling. It was kind of something that I liked. I was like, okay, I guess we're sticking with this storyline. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be the thread through the night. Maybe there won't be any fighting. No, this is the thread through the night. Is We're told we're going to receive updates throughout the night on Santa. Hopefully he gets better. Yeah. Backstage, Booker T is now exiting the trainer's room. Yeah. And the entire crew of wrestlers is assembled. And he's got to break the bad news. Guys, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. What's wrong, man? Santa's down. Oh, oh, no. Come on, man. My kids. And he don't look good right now. But, guys, we we got to pull together. We got to get the, the show must go on tonight, all right? Right. Santa, he would want it that way. Yeah. Right, right. Now, I liked Booker T's acting because I felt like he gave a very nuanced performance. But He's, it was also real. Yes. And Booker says Santa would want the show to go on. Alberto Del Rio appears. He gets booed. He gets booed. Yeah. Cena comes up. John Cena, your favorite, one of your favorites, John Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena arrives and yells at him, telling him why. He asks him, like, why did storms you. Storms up to him like a mad dog. Why did you hit him with your car? Alberto Del Rio says, I didn't mean to hit him with my car, but here's the thing. Hey, hey, hey. It was just an accident. I didn't know Santa was going to be there, okay? But everybody knows where I drive my cars, so technically. It was not my fault. What is 
You shouldn't have been there. This is Santa's fault. Booker T announces that Santa, before he lost consciousness, said this to him. That there's going to be the main event tonight is a miracle on 34th Street fight between Alberto Del Rio and John Cena. Right. Now, Mark, let me ask you this. So the scene that plays out is... Santa, don't breathe. Don't, don't, don't speak, Man, Santa. Come close, Booker. Booker Santa, come save closer. your strength. Booker, come closer. What is it, Santa? Alberto Del Rio. Yes, he hit you with his car. We'll fight, John. <coughs> Cena. Santa, you can't think about the fights right now. You have to, you have to save your strength. Miracle on thirty fourth Street. Oh my god! You live, you son of a bitch! Clear! Santa! Clear! You're killing him! Booker, get, we gotta get get him out of here! No! <laughs> Boop! Boop! Really faint. Boop! Yeah, yeah, and he's just. And that's that was him exiting and turning to yeah. just tears streaking his eyes. It's not looking good. Yeah. Santa is down. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We cut back to ringside. It's our time for our first match. It's Cody Rhodes versus the Demon Kane. Right. So this stuff is still happening. Yes. So it's it's you know it's how storylines work, Mark. It's, it's not we don't have yeah. to, that's the A story. Now we've got other things that are going to happen. Yes. Story. It's B through H. Um, We're told that Kane injured Cody Rhodes about a month ago. We see a replay of him taking a, a back bump pretty hard, and he apparently injured his shoulder. He was sure. out for a month. Now Why he's not? out looking for revenge. This match happens. Michael Cole tells us that Kane is upset because he has a very special relationship with Santa Claus. Right. Now, he just says, he just drops this. I am really interested to know what their relationship was. Mm-hmm. Kane, for those of you who are not initiated, Kane is the devil's favorite demon and basically is the brother of the Undertaker, who you're familiar with, I assume, Mark. It's not right that the devil picks favorites. And Yeah, that is true. It's, they should all be on an even, yeah. even keel. Or, you know, if he does have favorites, sure enough. Kane has the power to summon fire. He comes out, he via, raises his arm. Via pyrotechnics. Throws him down, yeah. and big, big old fire just shoots out. C- Cody exposes a turnbuckle, uh, accidentally gets hit with it, and is chokeslammed for the win. Yeah. What would you think of that match? <sighs> it was what I thought wrestling was. Yeah. Two um, guys, two wrestle dudes. Just two wrestlemen. Um, a winner is you. Yeah, you won. Starman is the winner. Yeah. I... Um, I noticed throughout the show that I wanted more commentating. I wanted their mix higher because they were a little low throughout the, and maybe it's just because I was watching it on my computer, but I felt like I like when the announcers are screaming at each other, Mm. really obvious things like he hit him with a chair. (laughs) He's an American hero. Yeah. And I was getting very little of that, and I was you were we were getting puns. We were getting, we were getting a lot getting, of there's Christmas a lot of puns. a lot of Christmas puns. He, we'll, we'll he talk, rang his jingle bells. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we go on to match two. We go to commercial. Come back match two. It's a Santa's Helper eight diva tag match. Yes. Let me give you your card: Caitlin, Alicia Fox, Natalia, and Layla versus Rosa Mendez, Eve Torres, Oksana, and Tamina Snuka. Yeah. Everyone's dressed like elves or some shit is what I have written here. Uh, there's One person was dressed like a reindeer. One person was dressed like a reindeer. One person was dressed like a gift, I think. Yep. One was kind of had a green elf dress on. Um, Very revealing stuff. Yeah. Now, this fight, uh, it seemed like the women were actually beating the shit out of each other. That's kind of the thing. Which is... I was at first like, oh, wow. They're they're actually beating each other up. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's interesting. And then they kept doing it. Like one woman, I think, got kicked in the face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now I don't like it. No, they're just now kind this of, is this is wrong. They're pretty they're pretty rough. I mean, it's it's because I feel like they have something to prove. Yeah. And these are definitely very athletic women and very competitive women who maybe you know aren't respected in their in their league in their sport, mm-hmm. but. They were connecting with a lot of, a lot of slams, a lot, a lot of yeah. just kicks, and it was it was brutal. It was violent looking. Meanwhile, while that's happening, Michael Cole is continually talking about wanting to hang mistletoe up. So basically, it's this weird divide of 
sexism. Woman, and... woman kicks another woman directly in the face, yeah. and it looks pretty bad. And then we hear Michael Cole. Well, I don't know about you, King, but uh, I'd love to hang some mistletoe up during this match. <laughs> You're just like, oh boy, this is we're so excited to be here, everybody. Yeah. Caitlin pins Eve for the win on this one. And then we get a promo for the upcoming match, and another upcoming match, the Lumberjack Frost, Frost match. So we're gonna go, we're going deep on this Christmas thing tonight, yeah. Mark. They're committed at this point. It's pretty obvious. Backstage, we see an, uh, a Christmas scene between AJ Lee and Dolph Ziggler. Now this was weird. This was a storyline that you had to explain to me. Yes, but the thing that, as you were describing it. Which, why don't, why don't we do something fun? Mm. You describe the storyline while I tell you what was going in my going on in my head. Oh, okay, so you want me to tell you how we got to this point of so AJ like, and Dolph? Like, fr- lights up. Yeah. On this new scene, it looks like they're at like a like their personal home or something. Yes. Yeah. It's and like then, a living room. There's a fire yeah. going. And they're Andrew, both watching television. They're both watching television. They're watching a match well there no they aj we don't see what they're aj says she's watching her favorite christmas movie right and dolph says oh really this is your favorite christmas movie and she's like oh i love this part we pan over to the television to see a match going on a ladder match happening between john cena and dolph ziggler where aj has pushed the ladder over that john cena was on right and then we pan back and the two of them are like that was great and they smile and that's the end of the scene right now you start explaining I started what I st- the backstory is with these two. Basically, what ended up happening was where are they? AJ went. So if you look at the ceiling tile. AJ was with Daniel Bryan. Like I think they're at in a WrestleMania room in 2012, or and that's a then blinds up. Daniel in the back Bryan there. loses to Sheamus in eight seconds. Yeah, they're in he like a conference room AJ that's Lee. made up to look like AJ. A house. Then turns into a good guy because Daniel kicks her to the curb. This is a lot like. AJ a lot like porn. AJ then decides the guy to get buddy buddy with like CM barely Punk, acting, and then and after CM Punk seems kicks to just her to the curb, ready to, like he's she goes with John Cena. She's acting all like flirty though she's for no apparently reason. Apparently, the valet of John Cena during this ladder match, but like this against is Dolph Ziggler, because during the match just she decides at her to become a and he's bad like, guy by pushing the ladder at some point, like costing John Cena the match for the money. In the bank, Where is this world heavyweight championship. How are they case? not realizing that there's a camera? Now there? the two of them are together, and cam, this and is why we lead home. to this scene. Weird. So perfect sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. We go backstage. No, we 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 keep getting recaps of Santa getting hit by this car. Like every this, I love. Every twenty minutes, it it's was, like if you didn't tune in, here's what happened, everybody. It was almost like a commentary on. CNN, yeah, the twenty-four like, hour news cycle. Let's like, go ahead and recap. Still don't know. Saw. Top of the hour, everyone. We still don't know what's going on. The plane's been missing for yeah. hours. Wolf Blitzer is out in the field. We're gonna go down to the. Do, do we have any word on the airplane? Is, are we down there? Julie, go ahead. Still no word on the airplane. Oh, thank you very much, Julie. Now we're gonna go to the action center. We're gonna try and find out if we can find this plane. Uh, we think it's somewhere in this portion of the ocean. I don't, I don't, I don't want to cut in. Six hundred thousand square John, miles. John, hold on a second. We're gonna go back to Julie. Julie, any word on the plane? And then Julie choke slams somebody. Yes, that's basically what happened. That's what wrestling. Is. So we get a recap about Santa. Michael Cole informs us that representatives of the North Pole have been called, this, and they have been tipped off that maybe Santa might be a little late with the deliveries today. Okay? This this scene made me laugh. It's it's that kind of like little commentary that makes me think that somebody people people are having fun writing this. Yes, because you're imagining the North Pole is calling and they're like, so uh, we we're we're checking Santa's flight info. Uh, looks like he never made it on the plane. Uh, oh. Did you guys? Did no one? Did no one? Was there a limo? Did no one for call? him? Oh boy! You know, let me um, like a shuttle bus or something. Me, did did hold, he get to the airport? Let me. Do let you me, know if he I'm got gonna, to the airport? I'm gonna put you on the phone with Jerry. He's he's gonna have some. I know you guys told us to be careful with Santa. It's a wrestling. He's an older show. guy. I know. We he wasn't gonna. It's a work night. You realize? I do, and he only works one night a year. One night. I get but it. Man, it's weird does that we he work. booked him that day. He's got a big heart. He couldn't say no. Now here's the thing. 
there was a bit of an incident. Now, it's just an incident. An incident. It's just, it's a little thing. Santa, he took a bit of a tumble. Now, it's nothing to worry. I Don't worry about it. Don't, don't. We're going to have him back up and running. He's just going to be like, I would say at the most, 45 minutes late. That's all. That's all. You be good with him. Santa! Santa! I gotta go. Is that Booker T? No. Is Booker T screaming in the background? I gotta go. No, I gotta go. You don't die of it yet. We'll call you back later. You don't die of it yet. Just Booker T loves Santa. He loves him so much. Matt Stryker's backstage. He says we don't have any word yet, which is yeah. weird. It's like we're going to get an update. We're there's, in a trainer. There's no update. Yeah. We come back from commercial. In the ring is the only Harvard-educated lawyer in the WWE. Yeah. That's right. David Otunga. Right. Boyfriend, husband, maybe? I'm not sure of one Jennifer Hudson. He yeah. says he says that he's the. he reminds us we're told through the ring announcer and also by him as well we're reminded twice that he's the only harvard educated lawyer in the wwe have you ever have you ever met someone who went to harvard yeah they tend to they drop, remind they you they tend to drop the h they remind you as it's, much it's, as they can it's a small liberal arts college outside of boston yeah. <laughs> it begins with an h i'll give you a hint um and uh so it's weird though to me that he reminds us that he's a Harvard educated lawyer, but he's not wearing pants. He's not wearing long pants or a shirt. He's just kind of out there. Yeah, he's, he's in wrestling. He's in wrestling gear. Regalia. And he's like, I am a Harvard educated <laughs> lawyer, all right? Yeah. And he starts spouting off. He explains that the audience is being prejudiced against Alberto Del Rio because they're not hearing all of the facts. They're all the facts. You see, there's a very strong case to be made that Alberto Del Rio is actually the victim here. Del Rio was merely fulfilling his contractual obligations as a WWE superstar. Now Santa Claus, on the other hand, that jolly geriatric is guilty of trespassing, working without the proper permit, visas, vehicular vandalism. Zack Ryder and... They want it to go to court. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're not going to take a settlement. No, no. No, this one's going the full. We're going We've the full you. game. Yeah. We're not, there's no arbitration here. We're going. We got you dead to rights. Uh, there's definitely a theme within wrestling and certainly within this episode of intelligent people stating facts being just hated. If you say something that is factual... You will you will be punched in the face and lose, and everybody will laugh. You got this bone to pick with anti-intellectualism and professional wrestling. Yes, it's I there. It's, it's I believe definitely it's, a theme. it's absolutely there. It's very real. But it's so it's hard to make a snapshot of a character where you immediately have to get a response. Like they don't. There's no. We don't work in gray areas. They don't. They tend not to work in gray areas in professional wrestling. So a good way. Is and just I like, just. I'm a smart guy. I'm smarter than you. How are you supposed to like me if I come out and I just tell you, hey, I'm smarter than you? Like it's one thing to say I'm stronger than you. People can be like, I respect that. Yeah, that people respect. Because people are fighting, and it's one thing to use your brain. Yeah, but if you can outwit somebody else. I find that more interesting. I guess. And I just can't imagine that with, this is episode 1,082. 1,022. 1,022. Over all that time, you could play out these threads where it's not just these big cardboard characters. It could be more interesting. The characters could be more dynamic. Instead, it's just, I'm big and strong, and people like me because of that. As opposed, Or, I'm... I'm not white, so... <laughs> I'm a foreign I'm guy. I'm a minor character. So go ahead and boo me. And I will be booed. Well, like, I mean, not si- you're showing... Since it- what, The Rock? Was The Rock the last non-white hero character? Or was The Rock even a hero? He wasn't a hero, was he? He was. Was he? Yeah. Okay. He, well, yeah. Yeah, he's always been kind of... He's been... People love to cheer for The Rock. Yeah. Mark, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say that professional wrestling, professional wrestling is dumb. I'm gonna tell you that. Yes, point and you blank. made me watch. Professional wrestling is really dumb. And a half hours and of it. Carney is shit, and it's it's fun because it's stupid and dumb. So the so the, the smart guy who's making a decent argument for Damian Sandow. No, for he's the no. smart guy is talking about Alberto Del for Rio. For Alberto Del Rio. Yes, 
this other asshole, literally asshole. Zack Ryder, the Long Island Iced Z. Yeah. He's like a Guido kind of He character. comes out. This other unlikable character comes out. But he's like, I don't like what you're saying, so I'm going to fight you. Yeah. And we lose our, we're supposed to lose our shit and be like, yeah, beat up that guy who was making an argument for the minority character. You Long Island greasy Guido. You are our hero now. Yeah. So they fight. What they, they fight. Uh, Michael Cole says that David Otonga is undefeated as a lawyer. He's 21 and 0. And he says that more lawyers should advertise this way. Yeah. He then also goes on to say that all Zack Ryder wants for Christmas is another bottle of hair gel. Yeah, not bad. You know? Not bad. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler, it says in a line that you particularly were tickled by, that uh, only David Otunga could write a th- uh, write a 30 pages or something and call, call it, it a brief. brief. Yeah, that's such a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but when he said it, there's no response. It's just Michael Cole just just just, po- just keeps going. Yeah, so great. Sounds great, Jerry. Hysterical. Punches him, punches him in the face. Zack Ryder wins with the Rough Rider. Backstage, it's Booker T and Teddy Long. A character by the name of Brad Maddox shows yeah. up. He's looking for a contract. He tells Booker T, "Hey, I know I lost last week. You were going to promise me a contract if I won. I lost. Let's do this again. I want yeah. a contract." Booker T tells him to fuck off, but instead he says. Hey, I got an idea. All um, you got to do is beat one of Santa's elves. I'm in, I'm in the Christmas spirit. I'm in the Christmas spirit. You beat one of Santa's elves, I'll give you a job. Right. Z- uh, Brad says, fantastic. But that's only a tease. We're gonna, we'll hear about that match yeah. later. We go into match five. It's The Miz and Kofi Kingston against the United States title holder Antonio Cesaro and the bare-knuckle brawler Wade Barrett, who are already in the ring I'll tell you this, Mark. That's a bad sign. Okay. <laughs> when the guys when guys come out and their opponents are already in the ring and already been introduced, that's a bad sign. They probably are not going to be winning this yeah. match. Well, these are two foreign guys, so they lose too. Yes. Uh, Barrett and Cesaro lose. It continues our streak of Xmas puns. Uh, Michael Cole at one point says, Cesaro has had a wonderful life since winning the United States title. Vomit. Cole mentions for some reason that Wade Barrett has a degree in marine biology. Yeah. Which is actually true. Not just made up. He's for some just reason, he's looking at his Wikipedia. The Miz hits the skull-crushing finale on Barrett for the win. Backstage, Matt Stryker is outside the trainer's room. Because just to remind you, Santa got hit by a fucking yeah. car. Do still, we have footage? Still Do we have no, footage of this? Let's go ahead and throw that up. Still no fucking updates. This is incredible. They cut yeah. to this guy like four times. He's like, I, I don't know. Why are you Nothing cutting to the tell you. Keep Nothing going. Go tell. back up. Yeah. Go back up. Brad Maddox's match happens. He's singing about how great he's going to be in this match. Hornswoggle. I'm just going to lay that out there. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Mark, your thoughts on Hornswoggle. Why don't you describe this character to me? He's a little person. He's a little person. Yay big. In a um, elf costume. Yes. And when he shows up, the king and Cole seem to believe that this means that the guy's actually going to have to fight somebody bigger. Because, like, I guess Hornswoggle is partnered with someone else. He's, uh, at this point, he's just they kind of just throw him wherever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're they're wondering if Brad Maddox is actually going to wrestle Hornswoggle because he's a little person. Brad Maddox is a full-size man. Adult, yeah. Uh, me, then uh, Hornswoggle waves to the back, brings out his other, his elf buddy. That's right. The Great Collie. The Great Collie. This, this is a tall man. He's a giant. He's a very tall man. He's, like He's seven over something. seven feet tall. I have written here, Hornswoggle comes out as the elf, but it turns out the real elf is the Great Collie. I'm trying to remember why I like wrestling. Yeah. Now, they do a thing where Collie and Hornswoggle are standing next to each other, and something about it made Collie not seem tall. Hmm. Because you would think having a little person next to a giant would make the giant seem even more giant. But I was just thinking, no, it just makes the little person look littler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. The little, he's just a tiny, he's a tiny man. You want to put a regular, you want the referee next to him. The right. guy's like five foot five. Here's Kali this, is like towering over him. He's a huge man. Kali's moving slowly. He uh, and basically has no knees. He doesn't, yeah, he's, he's not terribly limber. It's a short match. Brad Maddox loses. Kali hits the Kali bomb. Right. Basically, he just picks him up and just drops him on his head. But I felt like we were, I don't know if we were making fun of or making light of the fact that both of these people have, like, um, 
like if you're a giant you have a genetic deficiency like it's not a it's not a biological advantage yeah and it's the same with being a little person yeah and it just felt wrong i don't like you said like carney like look at these freaks this one's really tall basically he has a life expectancy of 42 years so better get your looks in now i guess yeah 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 it's kind of it's kind of the thing Kali, at the end of the match, Kali and Hornswoggle decide to wish Santa good luck. So they sing. They sing. Sounds weird. Kali starts singing something that sounds like it would be playing on a numbers station. Merry Christmas. I bless you. Merry Christmas. I bless you. What is he saying? I miss you. So, back to the match. So at this point, match is over. Right. I look down at the little the scrubber. Yeah. It's like. 42 minutes into this thing. I've got like another day of wrestling to watch here. We can, we will, we'll put the, turn the gas on. Daniel Bryan is here. He chants no. We're up to match seven. It's Daniel Bryan versus Damian Sandow, who, when we went to the live event, when we went to the live event, Mark was really fond of Damian Sandow. Only character I like. Damian Sandow came out and announced he's the intellectual savior of the masses and that he was going to tell us something very important. Very important. But we had to be incredibly quiet. People prompted, wouldn't be quiet. Prompted everyone to boo. So now I don't know what he wanted to tell us. He just didn't tell us, and Mark was really upset about it. Wanted I was to, like, "This is this is why we don't have nice things." Wanted, yeah. Wanted to wanted to ask him later, like maybe wait backstage, Mister Sandow. I was what? just wondering. I was being quiet. I was, I was just I was wondering so quick if you could just tell me. I won't tell anyone else. Um, yeah. Brian yells no a lot. Damian Sandow yells silence at Brian. They go back and forth. Silence. No. no! Silence. Silence. No, no. That's, that's, it was, that's fun. Brian catches Damian Sandow with the no lock. Damian Sandow taps. Now, the no lock looked like it, there are certain wrestling moves that look more painful on the person that is doing them. And that was one of them because you, you thought that da- Daniel Bryan looked like he should be. In he pain. was hurting himself. Yeah. Yeah. There's some that are like that where it looks like they're giving the move to themselves. Yeah. There's something called the Canadian Destroyer where. It's basically they pick the guy up, but they essentially do a front flip into a slam. God, have you had a Canadian destroyer at uh, Tim Hortons? Oh my! You know they. It's I've heard breakfast sausage. The, sa- the saturated fat in the Canadian destroyer the, is insane. It's just disgusting. It's two donuts stacked on. It's like a club sandwich with donuts. Donuts and then egg, egg. sausage. It's all about the layers. Bacon. And then you know what goes over the top of it? Sausage gravy. Sausage gravy. Just oh. It's delicious. I I'm love it. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. It's delicious. But it delicious. does not love me. Oh, goodness. That's the Canadian Destroyer. Next match, one of our last matches of the night. It's the 12 Days of Christmas 12-man tag team match. Now this is We're just going to throw everything at the fucking wall Basically, and see what happens. Basically, we got dudes in the back. We went around. Did you wrestle yet? Huh? Did you wrestle yet? Today? Yeah. Uh, no. All right. Go. Okay. Get out there. Right. You. You, big man, you wrestle yet? I'm a janitor. Did you wrestle yet? Uh, at home, not on... But not here? Not here. Did you f- okay. Um, you're on the other team. Okay. Get out there. Right. That's basically what this was. We have Brodus Clay, Santino Morella, The Usos, and Tyson Kidd versus Justin... Oh, I'm sorry. The Usos, Tyson Kidd, and Justin Gabriel against the primetime players, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young, three-man band. Sure. Ginger Mahal, Drew McIntyre, and uh, Andrew is having Slater. a seizure right now. And he's just, it's just a word sound. Tensai. He's asking me to open a window, but it's not. the words aren't coming out. This match happened. Boy, did it. This match happened. The good guys won. Yeah. Something else happened. Funkasaurus was there. We are getting to the main event. But before the main event, we have to go to backstage with Kane. Oh. And Daniel Bryan. What do they have to say? Daniel Bryan. These guys are tag team partners, you tell me. And they are the current tag team champions. 
Daniel, they're backstage, and Daniel Bryan is really amped, and he's like, we're going to get another match. We're champions. We're the best. Tomorrow's Christmas. I love Christmas. Isn't it great? And Kane, who's a demon, Sam. The, d- the demon Kane. The demon Kane says, uh, I don't like Christmas. <laughs> but I know you do, so I got you something. So then he gives him a box, and Daniel Bryan opens it up, and it's a trophy of some kind. Okay. Like a tag team trophy. All right. And he's like, oh, I love it. Thank you. I got you a gift, too. So then he gives him a dog. He gives him a puppy. <laughs> and then Kane says, wow, thank you. I'm hungry. Meaning he's going to eat the dog because he's a demon. Yeah. That's what demons do. Daniel says, no, 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 which is his catchphrase, apparently. Yeah. And says, dogs are friends, not food, which I think is something like Finding Finding Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. Takes the dog back. Scene ends. (laughs) That sounds incredible. Okay. All right. You know, because they're they're a mismatched pair. They're the they're the they're the odd couple. They're the original odd couple. So now it's finally time for this final fight. We've been talking the shit out of it, and it's the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight, which means anything goes. Oh, he picks up the picks up the cigar with his umbrella. On December twenty second, Kane was asked to leave his place of residence. Um. He objected. That objection was refused. It's, it's Linguini. Now it's garbage. He throws it in the trash can. Yeah. Da 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 da. So and then um. He sets the trash can on fire. Yeah. Okay. So the so now it's time on, for the fucking fight. The, let's get to the fucking dog and pony show. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight. John Cena. John Cena comes out. This guy looks. This guy's a hero. I'm told, but he looks like the biggest prick. He looks on like the a planet. dickhead. Yeah, looks like a dickhead, but he's a hero, so everybody loves him. But I'm like, whoever's fighting him is who I'm on board with. Yeah, I only seem to like the bad guys, which I think is probably the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Alberto Rio comes out and says, "Guys, it was an accident. I'm sorry. I love Santa. John Cena doesn't care, and they fight." And they start opening these boxes. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of boxes around. There's a bunch of boxes around, and some of the boxes have like chairs and things to hit each other with. The best thing that they had was there was a um, there's a piece of television equipment that I'm intimate with, intimately <laughs> familiar with. But it's a it's a monitor. It's basically a big ass Sony monitor. Yeah. With a handle on it, so that you can do like portable. Cena just, just throws, throws just it. bashes Alberto now, Del Rio's what head you, in. What are you it. thinking is happening in the truck? What do you think, the, like the PM or somebody is, like the production manager is thinking when he sees that piece of equipment? Just oh my get god! Oh my god! That's a VR rental. <laughs> no! Oh no! Oh. It's cool. We got the insurance. Okay, so they bash each other with they these. bash each other with that. But then, like um, Alberto Del Rio's guy is like, "Here, I got a gift for you. Open it up. There'll probably be like a gun inside, and it's a pie." <laughs> And at this point, you're like, okay. I sure hope it's a gun. <laughs> We're all having fun. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. The, the refs, the, or King is like laughing too. And so the, I enjoyed that. Like the silly slapstick antics of it. Because yes. you know Alberto Doria is going to lose. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's, it's, it's literally like a night at the opera. It's going to end in a big pie fight. Yeah. So there's a pie. And so he throws the pie at John Cena, but he ducks it and it goes into the the friend's face oh my god it's no it's no sheet cake but i guess it'll do anyways that that goes on for a while it's basically just big guys throwing stuff at each other mm-hmm. and then uh john cena gives the guy an attitude adjustment that's his finishing move he throws him up on his shoulders and he kind of throws him to the ground so john cena wins but that's not the end of the night who should happen to reappear Santa Claus. Santa Claus makes a miraculous recovery. So oh, right. Yeah, like, I forget what it is, but, like, I think both fighters both fighters are down, more or less. Yeah. And you don't, looks like the fight's over. But then, oh, my God, Santa, ba- Santa has made a miraculous recovery. He comes back. He hits, what's his name? The, the toady. 
But Ricardo Rodriguez. Rodriguez. He hits Rodriguez with his bag. Yeah. And then, like the almighty spirit of vengeance that Santa is. <laughs> the real he, dickhead. He, like, shoves his... Forgive and forget my asshole. He, like, fish hooks Alberto Del Rio with, yeah. like, a stocking. Yes. And then Cena comes in and finishes him off. And lights out. Everybody's happy. Merry Christmas. Go be with your family, monsters. <laughs> you fucking monsters. Get the fuck out of here. We have families, too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So that was episode 1022 of Monday Night Raw, the night before Christmas. was the night before Christmas. Mark, what did we learn? Andrew, in the wrestling universe, there is no such thing as an innocent. No. In real life, there's no such thing. There's no such thing as an innocent. Santa Claus is a holy, you know, a good spirit. He spreads love and joy to everybody. But after the instances of this one night... He becomes a monster as well. He's really kind of tainted. Yeah, tainted forever. Okay. Because I think had he not been hit by a car, had he not been involved in wrestling, I don't think Santa would have hit Ricardo Rodriguez with a bag like that. No. And I don't think he would have fish-hooked Alberto Del Rio in front of a bunch of screaming children. Yeah, I'm tempted to think that maybe wrestling is a bad influence on Santa Claus. And I think that the world that wrestling creates, which I, I mentioned at the top of the show, that they're, it's all like just this orchestrated thing. Mm-hmm. The Whatever guiding spirit of wrestling there is in there, in whatever downtown sports arena you find yourself, <laughs> it's yes. it just saps innocence. And it turns everybody into these one... Even the good guys are bad guys. Mm-hmm. Even the, Your good guys are dicks. And you're like well-educated minority characters. They're also dicks. There's mm-hmm. nobody. Nobody's good here. Yeah. Nobody gets away. It's like, like we all have blood on our it's hands. It's like it's it's a lot like watching The Wire. Oh yeah. Everybody's guilty. Everybody's. Of they all got something. There's yeah. always a flaw of everyone, and that's that's pretty good. That's that, good storytelling. And that's what that's what we learned from wrestling. Mark, we're gonna move on to our next segment here. We had a lot of criticisms regarding this show, but I think... What are some of the criticisms well, we've received? Well, no, I say not of this show, of oh, the wrestling, wrestling show. We, yeah, we've I have had a lot, lot of, to say. But with for our next segment called, well, you, you, you fucking, fucking do, do it. it. Mark and I have prepared pages yes, we have. for the, the potential very next, episode. very next episode of this series, Monday Night Raw... So, okay. Mark, we're going to read your pages first. Who we have... I'm seeing Kane and Daniel Bryan. There's a couple other characters. Uh, Who do you want me to play? Okay, you be... You be Daniel. I'll be Daniel. I'll be Scene Directions. Okay. And then you can be Damian Sandow. Okay. And Michael Cole. Interior, backstage, home set. Kane and Daniel Bryan are sitting at a table. Daniel pours over some paperwork. A calculator is on the desk, and he types at it. Kane is staring at Daniel's dog, Cerberus. Cerberus is a dog, and I want to eat him. Kane, just go grab a hot and ready if you're so hungry, damn it. I can't keep an eye on you and the dog and figure out how to file our joint taxes all at the same time. We need to file together as a tag team? Yes, Kane. It's the only way we're going to get that tax break next year. Well, hurry it up. We've got tickets to that Japanese play. I'm doing it. Do you think I don't want to see some classical Japanese musical theater? Then get a jump on it. They don't hold the kabuki curtain for anybody. Kabuki? We're not going to kabuki. That's Japanese dance theater. Then what do you call the musical theater we're going to? No! 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 The men fight. Daniel wins, maybe? They're late for their showing of their feather mantle. Flub that one. They're late for their showing of the feather mantle. <laughs> I hate I hate everything. <laughs> Interior, main auditorium, the ring. Damien Sandow stands in the center of the ring with his robe on and his opinions out in the open. He holds one of the dark matter mic... Oh, I forgot to mention this. Okay. Um, they start beating each other with the microphones... Mm-hmm. Cena and um, Alberto, Del Alberto Del Rio. And if you've ever held any kind of a microphone, it's like imagine smashing somebody in the face with your phone. 
Yeah. It would shatter. Yeah. But they wield it like it's a brick, like it's an anvil. <laughs> And it doesn't break, so I call it the dark matter microphone. Okay. In his hand, and is talking to the crowd. I will speak now to you fools. Hey, quiet. Well, 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 downtown sports arena. It is now time for me to educate you on something very, very important. The First Amendment to the Constitution does not protect your right to slander or libel. Boo. Is that true? That's free speech. I, I don't know. Uh, let me check my pocket constitution. First Amendment. I can say whatever I want about whoever I want, right? It is very common to assume you can say whatever you want whenever you want. That's what I'm saying. But defamation is not protected speech. It never has been. Look it up. You have an obligation to the truth. Yeah, King, he's right. I'm looking at it right here. I'll be damned. I don't know why he's bringing it up right now, but... He's the intellectual savior of the masses. He's just trying to give us some info. Some music plays and somebody, probably Big Show or Cena, shows up and beats the crap out of Sandow because he's right and people don't like that. <laughs> so, Mark, I... Mark, I want to say there's a real, real uh, bitter edge to these is, pages. I... I think this was the most accurate oh, okay. pages I've ever written for in, in the series of the in the history of the show because my favorite thing was the weird bites with Kane and Daniel. Yeah. Where they're like friends apparently and Yeah. Eventually they have to go through like anger management together, you told me. They already did, yeah. That's why they're teammates here. And then um Damien Sando comes out and says something that's true, and then he gets beaten up, and everybody's happy about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's a so, good, good thing. Go. All right, so we're gonna do mine. You can be um all right, you be Michael. Uh, you be Michael Cole. Why is it always Act Two, Scene Three? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want to drop people in. You be. I'll be uh, the narrator, uh, or I'll be scene so direction. I'm, you be Michael Cole, and you can be. Um, you can be John Cena. Okay. I guess I'll be everybody else. Interior Arena Monday Night Raw is live and on the air. Fireworks explode, and the capacity crowd cheers. Hello everyone, Michael Cole here with Jerry the King Lawler welcoming you to Monday Night Raw here in wonderful San Antonio, Texas. John Cena's theme music begins to play. He trots out to the ring while the crowd cheers wildly. Michael, it's John Cena! Looks like this crowd hasn't seen enough! Yeah, I guess. Cena grabs a mic. I've got this belt. That means I'm the champ. I'm gonna hustle, loyalty, and respect no one who challenges that. Kane's music plays. My god, it's Michael Kane! <laughs> no, Michael Kane? Oh, yeah, it's, oh, it's, Michael, it's Michael Kane. Okay. My god! Why do we fight each other to win that belt? My god, my god, that's Kane's music! Kane totters out. I want that belt. Tough. Oh my god, Michael, this rivalry's getting heated! Randy Orton's music plays. My God, that's Orton's music. That belt is mine. And don't say it isn't because he looks to the audience. It is. The crowd loses its collective mind cheering. I can't believe he'd say something like that. He's a real snake in the grass. Jingle Bells plays. My God, that's Santa's music. Santa walks out waving to the crowd. I hope everyone was a good boy or girl for Christmas last week. The crowd cheers. Absolutely despicable. What a monster. But the real issue at hand is getting my hands on that belt. It's ho, ho, ho time. Santa Claus scene and a brawl breaks out. The Sultans of Swing begins to play and the crowd loses their shit. Whoa, 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 that's Mark Knopfler's music. Mark Knopfler sprints to the ring, tackling Kane and throwing haymakers. Looks like Kane is some real is in some real dire straits. Fucking seriously? Jesus Christ. And Yeah, there's I like that you wrote that purely so that you could have he's in some real dire straits. Yeah. You could have put anybody in there, but you wanted just, they would just wanted Mark to just Knopfler. get this T and just here we go. Yep. Everybody get ready. Well, Mark, what did you think of those pages? Wonderful or uh, more wonderful? I liked mine more. I think I won this week. <sighs> We're going to have to fight about it. My God, that's Mark Gonzalez's music. 
it's yeah, it's Philip Glass. Yeah, that would be my music. <laughs> it's, it's the um, uh, what 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 movie specifically of Philip like? It's got to no, be. A, it, it's a movie soundtrack that he would that you would use. No, right? it's uh, it's from the opera. It's from oh, Einstein it, on the beach. <laughs> it's, it's the opening of Einstein on the beach. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of episodic memories if you'd like to comment you can always do that by emailing us at botb podcast what are we watching next i know week? we're gonna get to it botb podcast at gmail.com you can always subscribe to us on facebook always please do or you can um go ahead and just whisper your dreams and secrets into a coffee can and we will receive them just go ahead and just put it in a put it in a jar glass jar and label it episodic memories set it in your cabinet Mm -hmm. and we will find it and we will read it on the air andrew there's something very important that you haven't said to me yet what what's that what 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 haven't i said to you 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 know what day this episode is dropping uh monday Mm -hmm. monday i want to say july yes like sixth that's right july 6th yes mark it is your birthday yes it is how old are you now a billion fucking old for this shit uh what in this year as we wind down this episode what 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 changes are going to happen this year for mark gonzalez what i i is this gonna be i I hope i really don't want to ask i don't want to ask but i do want to ask is this gonna be our year i hope that mark I hope that Mark really comes into his own this year. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good prospect. He's a real. He's a solid draft pick. No, I'm trying to give you the uh, the True Blood panel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I really. I it's going to become a strong. I, strong. I'm really hoping that Mark it. Mark Mark becomes a strong character this year. Do you want to? I created the character yeah. of Mark. I write a Boo! lot of this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought I would step in and glass breaks. It's kicked in the stomach. Kicked in the stomach. Big Steve stone Weiser. cold stomach. Stummer. 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 Mark, as a birthday treat, I have our next episode, and I know we've been going back and forth, wanting to watch it, because you've been saying, "Am I more Franklin? Am I more I'm Bash?" More now We're we can find, find out. out. Mark, we are going to be watching the. Season three, episode three of Franklin and Bash, entitled Good Lovin'. Good Lovin'. Available on iTunes, the TNT drama sites. On their uh, website. You can, you you can find it. it in a bunch of places. So if you'd like to play along, we're going to be watching season three, episode three of Franklin and Bash, the TNT dramedy? Original series. Original I series, I guess. Franklin and Bash, season three, episode three, Good Lovin'. Mark. Anything else? Um, good luck on your job, man. Good luck on your job. Thanks. Happy birthday. Thanks. And oh my god, that's Mark Gonzalez's music.